some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Hi, I'm Tony Joyce from Joyce. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. <laughs> it will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Etchstone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at etchstoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Next up, you'll be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua, from caring for our children to our seniors, from helping our homeless pets to our at-risk vets, from learning the skills to get your GED, to dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in Greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg. Hey, good Monday morning, Nashua. It is Monday, November 14th, 2022. You are listening to the United Way Community Connection show right here on WSMN Radio. We are live on WSMN 1590 AM, 95.3 FM. 95.3 FM, as well as, um, of course, on your smart speaker, just say, um, hey, Google, or uh, hey, uh, Siri, or hey, Alexa, or whomever you say hey to, play, uh, play, the WSM, play WSMN 1590, and it'll come right up, as well as um, we're streaming live on WSMN.live and on our Facebook page of the Community Connections show on WSMN 1590. So uh, that's probably the best place if you want to put in uh, a comment or a question or anything like that. I do monitor the Facebook feed as we uh, broadcast, and if you want to chime in, we'd love to hear from you. 
Um, we've got a great show on tap for you this morning. Uh, we're going to have interviews with uh, two of my good friends. Um, Dave Villiotti is going to be first up. Dave is the executive director, long-term executive director of the Nashua Children's Home right here in Nashua. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in their world, um, especially as we come into the holidays. We want to keep the children's home and all the kids over there in mind. And Dave will talk with us a little bit about that. Um, and then we're going to have a special guest, my good friend and colleague, Samantha Casista, um, uh, will be on the show. She'll be talking about community partnerships and how we can uh, all work together to make our community a stronger place to live and work. Um, uh, that is uh, such an important mission at United Way. So Samantha's going to be here talking with us about some of her ideas to make that happen. So what is today? Today's Monday, the 14th of November. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Um, yeah, what did we do this weekend? Well, it rained all day yesterday, and that was gross. So it was a good day to sit on the couch and watch football. Um, not sure what happened yesterday in football. I didn't really follow. Did the Patriots play? I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that. I'm not a real huge Fat Pats fan, so I'm not really sure. But I, if they did and they won, congratulations to all you Pats fans out there in Patriots Nation. And if they lost, um, sorry. That's just the way it happens sometimes in sports. What I will tell you is the 49ers last night won against the Chargers. They weren't supposed to, but they did um, out there in San Francisco. Of course, I'm a 49ers fan. That means that I'm always depressed, but I'm not depressed today. We're up above 500 for the, you know, not the first time this season, but uh, we are up above 500, and that's uh, at 5-4. and four. I went on to NFL.com, and I got some uh, information about what's going on. Hey, Dave, good seeing you. Just uh, wait out there in the green room. I'll call you in about 10 minutes. All right. Thank you, sir. Make yourself at home. Get a cup of coffee. All righty. So, uh, yeah, so the Pats, uh, I don't know about the Pats, the 49ers won where I went online, I looked up sort of NFL standings. And, uh, of course, all the pundits are out there with their predictions of who's going to be in the Super Bowl, who's going to be in the playoffs, who's going to win the Super Bowl. There's a lot of, you know, uh, semi-informed um, couch bandits out there saying that they think that the uh, 49ers are going to win the NFC West and possibly the NFC altogether and probably go to the Super Bowl and lose. You know what? I would be surprised if we even make it to the playoffs. Um, I will be shocked if we make it past the first round of the wild card. If we make it to the if we make it to the uh, to the big game, ugh, God, here we go again. I just can't handle losing again in the Super Bowl. It's been like the last two times in the last four years, you know. And I just it makes me sad. So I hope we actually don't go that far because I just can't. I just can't. My heart can't take it. You know, I would take a winning team, but this Jimmy Garoppolo offense is just unpredictably unpredictable because every time they get the ground game going, Jimmy G, he says, I'm going to air it out and start throwing the ball. And he's so erratic and so unpredictable and, like, it just awful. So unless they can keep Jimmy G from, like, throwing the football and they keep the ball on the ground and they give it to my man, George Kittle, to run, 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 you know, it just ain't going to happen. So... Oh, well, that's it. That's all for football. This is not the sports show, but I just figured I'd chime in on on that um, as we as we get into the week. Yeah, speaking of the week, it's a short week for me. I'm going down to New York City. Um, uh, this weekend is my aunt's celebration of life. My aunt, I mentioned on the radio a couple, a couple of times, she passed away 
couple of months ago, just after my birthday, my aunt was 80 years old. She had moved recently to Portsmouth. She was uh, you know, one of my main people in life, and I miss her dearly, and we're going to be celebrating um, her amazing life um, at uh, the uh, Bronx Cultural uh, uh, at a Bronx cultural um, organization and uh, have some music and have some food. I ordered a lot of, a lot of really great food, mostly like Caribbean um, and uh, Cuban, uh, Puerto Rican, empanadas, you name it. It's going to be empanada palooza. And I'm just excited about that. But uh, we're going to honor her in the best way we can with lots of music and lots of food. Um, Next week is, of course, short week again because it's going to be Thanksgiving. Can you imagine it's going to be Thanksgiving already? So I wanted to tell you about the United Way 24 Hours of Amazing Greatness coming up just after Thanksgiving. If you're one of the big fans of this radio show, have I got a treat for you. And if you aren't a big fan of this radio show, but you just want to find something to do for 24 hours after Thanksgiving, I've got a treat for you. And if you like torturing your family and you want them to have to listen to something for 24 hours, have I got a treat for you. Starting at 5 p.m. Sunday night after Thanksgiving, um, 5 p.m., we're going to have 24 hours of continuous radio, me, myself and I on the radio right here on WSMN for 24 hours. We're going to interview dozens and dozens of community leaders, nonprofit organizations, volunteers, sponsors, donors, people who just want to say something at 2 a.m. on the radio. It's going to be so much blast. But the whole idea is to really uplift our community for 24 hours going into Giving Tuesday. Of course, Giving Tuesday is the Tuesday following Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the time of year when we just decide to spend stupid amounts of money on a lot of stuff, which is just pretty much mostly junk. And um, that's called, uh, you know, American style materialism. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know that sounds that's getting a little bit political, but not super political, right? So there's nothing Republican or Democrat about buying stupid stuff, right? It's just buying stupid stuff. So I'm not a big fan of that. But uh, that starts on Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving. So we sit around the table, we give thanks for all the goodness in our lives. And then we spend stupid amounts of money on stupid stuff all weekend long. And then Monday is Cyber Monday. Of course, that's the amount. That's the day when we all go online and buy and spend all the rest of our money. Most of us will go into Hawk at that point. We're, we're, we're you know we're putting money on our credit cards. Wow, whoever's calling in on the line live, I'm not taking live calls right now, but I do suggest you go to the uh, fee- Facebook feed on United Way Community Connection Show and on Facebook, and that's the place to put a comment. I'm not really. I'm not really trained up in how to take live calls. So sorry about that. I'm going to learn that next week, hopefully. So then we um, Monday is Cyber Monday. Tuesday is Giving Tuesday. What is Giving Tuesday? Giving Tuesday is has become a tradition. It's the day um, after all this spending glory has happened uh, when we you know pitch in a couple bucks into the hat so that we can do something good because you know we feel guilty. So. It doesn't have to be this way, right? You can spend the whole weekend with your family counting your blessings. And on Tuesday, you can go into Tuesday and say, I would like to support my community. 
I would like to give back to, let's say, the Nashua Children's Home. And you can go online and you can make a donation. And you can do that a bunch of different times to a bunch of different organizations. And collectively, we can do a lot of good in our society by doing that. So I'm going to say 24 hours starting Monday, Sunday night, um, right after Thanksgiving to Monday night, right after Thanksgiving, we're going to talk about um, the amazingness that is Greater Nashua. And I'm hoping you tune in, you know, tune in a little bit, tune in a lot. We're super excited. Also, to have a sponsor for this show, our friends at AmeriHealth Caritas, New Hampshire, one of our statewide um, Medicaid providers, has stepped up to the plate and said, you know what, that sounds like a pretty great idea. We would like to sponsor that. So they're going to be bringing, helping us to bring this show to the air. And we're just going to have lots of you on the air talking about just great stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to drink a lot of coffee. It's going to be just, my family's like, I told my wife about this idea. And I thought, I thought this is going to get vetoed. She's going to be like, no, no, you can't go do that. You can't leave me alone for this. You know what? I didn't anticipate the dynamic that um, by the end of Thanksgiving weekend, my family's so sick of me that they're delighted delighted that I will not be in the house because, you know, I love Thanksgiving and I love all the food and I love all the like, you know, really I love Thanksgiving food. It's like one of my favorite food holidays, you know, green bean casserole and uh, pumpkin pie and oh my God, I just can't have enough of it. But I get really super hyped up about it. And then there's football on Sunday and I, you know, we can all come together around watching either the Dallas Cowboys or the Detroit Lions lose a football game. Like who cannot get behind that? And then, you know, but I'm, I don't know, maybe they just don't love me as much as I thought, but they're glad to have me out of the house by Sunday night. So, um, yeah, it's going to be just great. What else is going on? So we got coming up, beginning of December at United Way, we got a celebration, our annual celebration. We call it the Celebration of You. That's a U with the letter U, like United Way U. And um, that's going to be um, at our friends at Anheuser-Busch. In the beer garden, we're going to be uh, just uh, celebrating the goodness in our community, honoring our amazing volunteers and our incredible donors and our fantastic sponsors and all of those people who come together to make the uh, United Way just what it is. And uh, we're very proud of that. So that's going to be uh, coming up in December. Then we got holidays. And um, yeah, it's about the end of the year. So yeah, Mike, take a breath. All right. So. You're listening to the Community Connections radio show. Our radio show is on every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. We talk with nonprofits every single week, and we talk with them about the great things they do in our community. Some of these are big organizations that you've probably heard of, like the YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club or you know, the hospital. Those are all big nonprofits. But you maybe not know all that they do. So sometimes, sometimes we bring them on the show and we talk about things you don't know what they do. Sometimes we bring on other nonprofits that you maybe have never heard of, but you really ought to and uh, learn a little bit about what they do. And today is one of those days in which we're going to be talking with the Nashua Children's Home. Now, you maybe have heard about the Nashua Children's Home, but maybe you don't know about their mission. You don't, Maybe you don't know how they're changing lives and impacting the community, and you might not know how to get involved in supporting their mission. So that's what we do on Mondays. And uh, if you listen in each week, you're going to get super smart, or as they say in here in New England, you're going to get super smart, super smart, and you're going to know everything there is about every nonprofit that we talk to. And, you know, along the way, somebody's going to say, you know, my my friend has a need for some sort of a service. And uh, 
who can they go to? How can you help them? And you're going to be able to advise them and send them to the right place. And maybe you don't know, but maybe you've heard about 211 by listening in. And you say, hey, call 211. They know um, like everything about every nonprofit. So that's what we do on our show. We're, we're, we've been doing this for a couple of years. And uh, if you listen in, you're going to get super smart. So in just a little bit, we're going to have Dave Villiotti, Executive Director of the Nashua Children's Home. And uh, between now and then, you're going to get a chance to listen to our sponsors who couldn't who make I need our to show get some possible. New shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. (laughs) It will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Etchstone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at etchstoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. You know the day destroys the night. The night divides the day. Run, try to hide. So I know that when I uh, sing, Facebook doesn't flag that as illegal content um, because my voice, as much as I like to believe it, is not a good imitation of Jim Morrison's. 
Yeah, that's another topic for another day, but you're listening to the Community Connections Radio Show. It is Monday, November 14th, 2022. I got in the studio with me today Dave Villiotti. Dave is a long-term executive director of the Nashua Children's Home, one of our communities, like like a pillar in our community, um, Dave and his institution. And we want to talk a little bit about what they're doing today, Dave. So, Dave, how you doing? Good, Mike. How about you? Well, you know, I'm pretty good, but you know, during the break we were talking about football, yes. so you and I, neither of us oh. are paid. Patriots, Patriots fans, no, that's right? That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Like emphatic, <laughs> we come by it honestly, though. Emphatic, Mike. Emphatically, yeah. but there are other teams that we dislike as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm like all about hating the Cowboys, yeah. for example. But uh, how'd the Steelers do this yeah, weekend? The Steelers actually won this weekend, which is a. What are you, what's your guys' record now? Three and six. Three and six. Yeah, well, no, you know they're, they're like painful to watch. Yeah, well, for so my 49ers been, are now five and four. Beat the Chargers. I'm yeah, shocked. I saw that. I saw that. I did not yeah. expect that. I did yeah. not expect that. Yeah, no, the uh, yeah, the Steelers having a tough year. So, yeah, you know, I keep telling tough people it's Pittsburgh natives. It's a rebuilding decade, yep. man. I guess. <laughs> well, you know, so. you're you're missing Brett. We've you're missing our, Roethlisberger. Sure it's been are. a long time. Yeah, you know, we've had our share of Super Bowls, though. You and I both. So that you know? is right, and we need That's to remind exactly. we need to remind people that yeah. we're awesome. That's we're old, sure. but we're awesome. That's right. Historically, <laughs> yes, we are historical uh-huh. artifacts. Yeah. That's yeah. Hey, Dave, so tell us a little bit about the Children's Home. Me, you know, there's a lot of people that probably are listening that know a little yeah, bit about the Children's yeah. Home. There's a few people that probably know a lot, and there's a sure, whole lot of people sure. that think they know something and know nothing. I know. It's funny how many people we talk to that we meet that say, do you have driven by that place every day for the last 30 years or so and never knew what it was like? Um, I mean, it's been in existence since 1903, so we've been, you know, We've been around 120 years. It, it feels like I've been there for a good part of that. I've been there 37 years. Was it the orphanage? Was it called the orphanage? It was, it was originally the Nashua Protestant Orphanage Association. Okay. You know, so it was. Uh, it was. It was. It was. It was started by the various you know, Protestant churches of Nashua and vicinity. Uh, Hudson Baptist was the instrumental one in getting it going. Um, but yeah, that goes back to 1903. It's been up on Amherst Street since 19. 19- 26 or 28 there's some disagreement about the, the exact year it went into Amherst Street but it's been there been there ever since so yeah. I mean the missions changed a lot certainly over the years um, it used to be you know when there was an orphanage I mean the way that it, it, actually our, our people know this our business manager Laurie Wilshire, who's president of the Board of Aldermen as well, um, spent some time there as a kid. Her situation was very right. common. This was in the early 60s. You know, she was uh, one of, I think, seven kids, and her parents got divorced, and her mom had all of them and couldn't find an apartment large enough. So it was like, okay, you and your sister and your brother, you're going to go live at the orphanage for a while. So she was there for a couple of years. No longer the case that kids are with us just because their parents can't you know, afford an apartment. Um, I mean, they're certainly more emotionally complex uh, this day and age. Um, so, I mean, really, our task is to work with kids that can't be in their in their home setting. Um, they're placed by uh, by our state's Child Protective and Juvenile Justice Agency (DCYF). So, I mean, there's that, which means that there's either been a finding that they've been abused or neglected in their home right. setting, or they've been involved in some type of delinquent activity. Not that you can tell them apart necessarily. You know, our yeah. delinquent kids, if you look back in their history, they were probably the abused and neglected kids from from several years ago. What's the so, youngest? What's the age range of your kids at can, the children's they home? They can be as young as seven. Um, we say seven to eighteen. However, um, we have eighteen-year-olds that are still with us when they're nineteen. Sometimes when they're twenty, if they're still in, if they're still in school, if they've not graduated and they want to extend their placement with us voluntarily, that happens. Okay. You know? So I mean, it's really seven all the way up to age twenty-one, if need if need be. 
Sure. You know? Okay. So pretty broad age range. It is a broad age range. And you Both have genders. Male and female. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right. Broad range of ages. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have a school over there. Is that right? Yeah, we do. And that's something people don't know a lot about. The school's been in existence, actually, um, since 1979. So it's been, and, and, and I'm going to age her, but the principal of our school, Joanne Dion, has been with us ever since the beginning of the school. Uh, she came to us as a 21-year-old teacher out of Keene State College in 1979 when the school started. It's a school that goes up through um, eighth grade only. So uh, is it like so? If you're a seven year old, so it's like first through eighth grade. First through eighth grade, yeah. And and not it's not the case that the kids that live with us necessarily go to school with us. It's kind of an unusual setup for an organization like ours. The kids that live with us that are first through eighth go to school with us if they need to go to school with us. Then we have a number of other kids that um, live at home and are bussed in for school on a daily basis. So we have uh, we have day students who are referred by their school districts. Yeah. And then we also have. <clears throat> Um, our, our, well, we say our newest program. It's been going since the 2004. Our transitional living program that provides housing and staff support and guidance for sure. kids that age out of the system. Now they're in a situation where they're 18 years old, um, have no financial support from their families of origin, and what are they going to do? You know, so yeah. we have an apartment building right next to our uh, 125 Amherst Street location, and offer those young people. How many? Housing. How many uh, young people do you have in your children? Your uh, transitional living, living uh, we program? We can we can have we can have as many as 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 seven. Right now, we have okay. four that are okay. in there. You know, so it provides a. Um, I mean, really, you know about that. It provides, you know, housing, which is the most important part. You know, where we get jammed up, honestly, is that the young people that live there, we charge them what we we say is a modest rent. Could be as little as a hundred dollars a month. Sure, most we ever charge, and, and it's really give them some ownership of the apartment as they're they're used to paying rent, right. taking responsibility. When they go to seek kind of a real apartment, yeah, and that one hundred or two hundred a month is sticker not shock, right? Yeah, exactly right. So we get kind of like jammed a little bit with the, being able to have or those young people move on to other situations. But something you give kids a leg up, you know, as they as they transition to adulthood. Sure. Well, I often I talk to community groups. I'll ask, how many of you 18, 19, 20-year-olds at home, all these hands go up, and I'll say, how many of your kids with the advantages that, and mm-hmm. opportunities I'm going to assume they had could be on their own without getting a weekly check from you? And people are like, you kidding me? There's no way that could happen. Yet that's the expectation of kids that transition out of the child protective and juvenile justice system. Their cases end. That's right. Um, so the public agencies are no longer involved with them. But we are. So yeah, we sure. That, we keep that going. You know? yeah. So the plans we have for I mean, it's all over the map as far as um, the plans for kids that come into our place. I mean, some kids will uh, will return home to their families. Um, some will uh, be placed in, in, in alternate alternative care settings, foster homes. Others stay with us until um, until adulthood and make that transition to our transitional living program. Yeah. I wanted to ask you just a little bit about the pandemic um, mm. and what sort of impacts you are seeing now. Not Sure. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, we have the pandemic uh, in many ways in our rearview mirror and in many ways not at all. It's not in our rearview mirror yet. And <laughs> so what are you, children's home. Yeah, so what are you seeing in terms of some of the fallout, um, you know, now and sort of into the future? Well, um, we still need to be very careful. I mean, we still have uh, both kids and staff testing positive from, from time to time. And when that happens, it affects the whole group of kids. Oh, of course, because it's like what they call a congregate living. That's exactly right. So it's like this one kid's positive, so everyone's masked for the next 10 days. 
Yeah. Know? No, what I so mean is more not necessarily that stuff, which is, of mm-hmm. course, really important, but also more of the uh, sort of the psychological, mental health kind of impacts, educational impacts as yeah. well. Well, um, I think we're coming out of that. We've come out of that largely. While we were in it, I mean, from, geez, from March of 2020 for the whole next year or so, we kind of circled the wagons at the children's home. We didn't have kids go on home visits. We didn't have kids um, have community jobs. Um, So we've come out of that. And, and of course, we had a whole year where um, all the kids were educated on site, um, remotely through the different schools that they were involved in, which I'm still not sure how we managed to do that with all of our kids with us all day long and, and really um, uh, being educated virtually through so many different public schools that they were involved in. We are we are coming out of that. Last year, I think, was a tough year for those schools to get back into as far as you know supervision of kids and programming for kids. Um, but right now we're kind of having, it's kind of back to the way it used to be as far as the things that kids are involved in, as far as educational opportunities and home visiting and community jobs and, um, yeah. and all of that. So I think we've come out of that fairly, uh, fairly successfully. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good. Now let me talk about the holidays with sure. you because of course, you know, this time of year we're coming yeah. into Thanksgiving and then it's. You know, it's Hanukkah, it's, it's uh, you know, Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of different holidays sure. happening this time of year. Those are, um, can be, you know, hard times for people who, um, you know, are not necessarily in a healthy family environment, exactly right. kids who live, you know, in an institutional environment, yeah. Yeah. maybe separate from their natural families. Who knows what the case is? I can imagine mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a tough time. You guys do a lot to make that uh, make that a little easier. So, what do you do this we time really of year? Do. Yeah, and it's I mean, it's a good point you bring up. So, we have so many kids that the holiday season is a really painful time for them. There's these really yeah. poignant memories of what things have been like at home, uh, the fact that they're not at home and they're with us. So, we try and make it as enjoyable as we can. And we've we've had you know tremendous community support um, for the boys and girls at Nashua Children's Home. Um, we start with, I mean, those, the, the kids compile their, uh, their wish list for Santa. We do our best to, 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 to fill those. Um, and we have it on our, on our social media page on Facebook at Nashua Children's Home. Uh, if people want to purchase gifts for those kids, they can go on there and select them. You'll see all the items that kids have selected and people buy them and they get shipped right to us. So that's a big part of our, ho- of our holiday programming is, is, um, is having that happen. And then we have people that, 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 that see that and make financial contributions sure. as well. Um, but we, um, typically we have, we have, you know, kids that are, are home for the holidays. We have kids that are not, and we try and make that as, uh, um, it was really an enjoyable holiday as we can for the kids that aren't at home. And, and, and honestly, um, the, the, what we get into sometimes is we have kids that haven't visited home for very good reasons, um, being approved to go home for home visits during the holidays, where really nothing has really changed. Um, so, I mean, our belief is that those kids that stay back with us during the holiday season, sometimes have a uh, better you know, experience, more enjoyable time. Yeah, the staffing ratios are lower. We do a lot of you know, fun, more fun things with kids, and we try and make it as again as uh, enjoyable a holiday as we can. And we again we get a, a ton of community support, yeah, you know, for for doing that. So how how would I volunteer to help you guys out if I wanted to? Not just now, but during the holidays and year round. Yeah, I mean we're we're really as far as the volunteering 
goes. We 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 do better with like groups of people that take on special projects that can, oh, can sure. come up and spend the day and do some spruce things up there. the garden, paint yeah, some rooms, like fix yeah. the fix some some yeah, stuff so in the school. Right. So that's really where we have most of our volunteer efforts. As far as individual people, I mean, the, what we've run into lately is that we've had with the, the complexity of the kids that we've had, um, we've had so much. Um, you know, training for people around their you know, trauma-informed approaches to kids because all of our kids have experienced multiple traumas. So it's really tough for us to take people in that haven't had that that training. Um, I mean, even in fact, if we have, we've had people that apl- apply for paid positions with us on a part-time basis that can't like attend staff meetings, um, that's not that useful to us either. So we do a lot of work with our staff around keeping them updated on, on trauma-informed approaches with kids. But I mean, as far as the volunteer efforts, we've had different groups that will come in and do um, some of the projects that you mentioned, you know, on the so garden. You, on the- yeah, so if you're a business owner and maybe you want to bring your team together to yeah. do some team building and do something good in the community, reach out to Dave's organization, the Children's Home, and say, hey, you know, I got six people and we sure. want to do something. And I got I to gotta believe also it's helpful if they bring a little bit of money to help favor the project. Exactly right. Yeah, so, so don't that's... just say we want to come paint, but maybe <laughs> be willing to go buy the paint. Too. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly, that happens, yeah. that happens. It, yeah, we far, have the same. You know, painting as far as coming in and yeah. you know doing some building on our on our, on our playground or on our gardens or raking leaves or i mean we do have our maintenance staff it's limited i mean we're kind of a uh, you know, limited as far as the number of support staff that we have so that's always a big help yeah absolutely and we are of course coming into the season of giving i talked a little bit about mm, that. that you know we have our giving tuesday push coming up we have you know, at United Way, we have an annual campaign like most nonprofits do. What people do a lot of times in the United Way campaign is they'll say, you know, I want to donate to the campaign. I can't remember the name of the organization. I think it's an, I think it's the Children's Home or yeah. something like that. And you just uh-huh. write down on your pledge form that you want your donation to go to the National Children's Home. And what that means is a year later, I'll be going out there with a big check yeah. and giving it to Dave and uh, – you know, it does good for the community. It so cer- it certainly does, and I, I may mean, always always say that we need. And we've had this conversation before. Mm. You've asked me what we need most, and I always say we need unrestricted operating support. You know, because I, I'll, I'll talk, for instance, with a group of General Motors executives and talk to them about you know their product is making cars. And if the car, I mean, this is you know not near, near, nearly close. If their car costs a hundred dollars to make, they sell it for one hundred and twenty-five, one hundred and forty dollars. Our product is residential care and special education. If that costs us a hundred dollars, we sell it for nine. Or eighty-five, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then need you know contributions from the um, the public to make ourselves whole, and also to give kids the the opportunities that accrue is sometimes routinely to to kids from intact families. As far as kids going to summer camps, being involved in community activities, we want to give kids those opportunities as well. Those tend to be more costly. Um, those activities aren't supported by public funding, so it's really the generosity of donors that make those kinds of activities. What's your big possible. wish? What's your big wish, Dave? Somebody came along and said, you know, I want to write you guys a check for a million dollars, but you got to tell me what you're going to do with it. What would be the thing? What well, comes to I, mind? I, I, what I th- what I do think, you want to do? What's your dream? Well, the, dr- the dream would be um, probably you know, renovating the entire facility. Um, make it so that we have, I mean, we have kids that share bedrooms. Um, it would be great to have every kid have their own bedroom. It gives sure. a lot more flexibility in what we can do with kids, who we can accept. Um, I mean, that would probably be what we would want to do um, most of all, would be a major a renovation, big renovation towards that. And yeah, if it was a million dollar thing like that, that's where where that would where and that, it's not the newest would, building you're would, in yeah. it's not the newest building no, and it's, it's new been, england which is yeah, hard on buildings you know, you know? and it's been uh, our architect uh rest his soul john carter 
um, used to tell us that uh, our organization reminded him of sausages because it's one link after another after another. <laughs> if you look at our Amherst building, there's the original building and it's been added on to three times. You know, so that's where you know people come in and say, "You never realized this? There, you had so much go on here." So I mean, so somebody who's listening to this call, this this radio show, has a, like a million dollars in their in I their have retirement to believe, have fund. to believe that. That's right. And uh, what I'm going to say is, you know, write a check to the National Children's Home. They will name the building after you. We'll you it will be the whoever the heck you are yeah. building um, whatever they want. Yeah, I know they'll make it happen. So make that do that. That's right. Write that sure. big check. Yeah, it'll be the Mike Affelberg, whatever. You well, want. I don't have that much money. <laughs> <That's right. So> <laughs> <laughs> but you can name it after me. Sure. I just don't have Here the money. Hey, Dave, you know what? Um, we're out of time. Okay. What's Always the website? Pleasure, the website is www.nashuachildrenshome.org. Um, our social media page is on Facebook uh, under Nashua Children's Home. That's fantastic. And, uh, you know, how are the Steelers going to do the remainder of the season? I'm always, you know, every week I pick them to win. So, I mean, they're three and six now. I'm hoping for 11 and six, knowing that's not going to happen. But um, I always have faith in my uh, my hometown teams. So. I have Hopefully hope, but I have Niners no faith. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, if the Niners go to the Super Bowl, it's going to be soul crushing because we're going to lose again. And I just can't handle it anymore. I just don't want it. I'd rather just like not even make it to the wild card games. See, I'm always hoping for the playoff spot. Yeah. I figure once you once you get in, anything can happen. So Yeah, it could you know, be. We'll could see. Be. That's right. right. All right. Hey, you Thanks, know Mike. what? Miracles do happen. It's That's that right. time of year. That's it. All right, my friend. Thanks, Mike. Good seeing you, Dave. So Same we're going to take another break now. Uh, give our sponsors, Edgestone Properties, fully promoted Embroid Me, and Franklin Savings Bank, just a moment to talk about themselves. We'll be back after the break with my friend and colleague, Samantha Casista, talking about community sponsorships, community partnerships, and how you can get involved in uplifting Greater Nashua. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. <laughs> it will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued 
valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Well, good Monday morning. It's Monday, November 14th, 2022. You're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show on WSMN 1590 AM, 95.3 FM on WSMN.live streaming, on our Facebook page, on your smart speaker, all those great places where you can listen to radio, live radio. Imagine that, live radio. This is not the radio show that's pre-recorded. We don't podcast this thing and then send it out. We're not lazy like that. We're real. We're the real deal here at the Community Connections Radio Show. So this morning, um, before we get to my next guest, I just want to remind you all that, you know, with Thanksgiving coming up, we are going to be, you know, putting the great in greater Nashua. It's on Monday, Sunday night, the 20th, into Monday, the 21st. Nope, that's not true. Sunday, the 27th, into Monday, the 28th, from 5 p.m. to 5 p.m. We are going to be running 24 hours of goodness, 24 hours to make our community just awesome, more awesome than it already is, which is pretty darn awesome. We're going to have 24 hours of live radio. We're going to have dozens of community you know, partners of ours, we're going to have volunteers, we're going to have donors, sponsors, you, you know, nonprofit leaders, uh, just man on the street kind of people. And we're going to talk about our community. And, uh, you know, so Thanksgiving Day happens, then we spend a lot of money, and then football happens, and we sleep it, try and sleep it off. And then Saturday rolls around, we have nothing to do. Sunday, we watch some more football. And Sunday night, by Sunday night, we're like, you know, God, what am I going to do? Well, I have the answer for you this year. You're going to listen to the radio. Tune in starting at 5 p.m. that night. We will be talking on the uh, radio and uh, call in. You know, we're going to have lots of great also prizes. So you know how the old school radio show goes, caller number seven, you win a prize to, I don't know what it is, a, you know, a free donut. And uh, you can win a lot of great prizes and stuff just for participating. So that's all I want to talk about other than the fact that we have an incredible sponsor for this um, event. It's AmeriHealth Caritas, New Hampshire, one of our community's um, uh, Medicaid programs, statewide Medicaid program, a leader in, in community health. And they've stepped up to the bat and said, you know what? Stepped to the plate, said, we will help sponsor this radio show for 24 hours because it fits our mission of community goodness. So we're excited about that. Of course, our other sponsors as well. 
and that's just coming up in about two weeks. So what am I going to do now? I'm going to transition away from that PSA to my colleague and friend, Samantha Casista. Samantha's in the box with us today talking about community partnerships, sponsorships, and what she does at United Way. Samantha, welcome to the show. Hi, Mike. Nice to be here. Nice to have you here. And um, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. We went to Portland. So probably very few people listening know that I just had a baby. She's 14 weeks old. I know you have a baby. I know you do. And it was a girl's trip with the moms and my niece and Gabrielle, my baby, and me. And we went to Portland for our very first walk around a big city. It was actually Lily's first time there, too. So Mark got the weekend off. Mark made it this way. He was originally invited. And then he's like, why don't you do a girls weekend? He's very clever. I know how that works. He's so clever. Yeah. And uh, so that was... Our big adventure this weekend and our next big adventure is that Gabs just started her first day at the Adult Learning Center Child Care Program. Today. Today. Wow. I just, just came down the from street. there. Yes. And how? what did that do to your heart? It stressed me out a lot last night yeah. to get everything in order. And yeah. this morning I was just like showing my... Um, trying to be the A plus student that I can be <laughs> attitude. I was like, this is a note about this and this is a note about that and I've labeled this and <laughs> just going overboard. Yeah, well wait a little while and you'll be like, Yeah, here's take my baby. kid. Here's my kid. Take my baby. <laughs> so I remember Casey, our daughter's first day of first grade and um when which was the first day she drove she went on the bus. <laughs> so we took her to the bus stop and we were like, what's she gonna do? Is she going to cry? Is she going to want to hug? Is she not going to want to let go? What's going to happen? And you know what she did was the worst possible thing for a parent? She didn't even wave. No, no. that's not true. <laughs> she just like picked up her backpack and walked right on the bus and didn't even look back. That sounds like her. She <sighs> is quite an independent uh, leader of a person And my now, wife, so. wife and I hung our heads down and just like thought Patted this yourself is on the back just... for making an autonomous kiddo? No. Nope. Not at all. We thought that we have failed. The kid doesn't love us. She is an antisocial personality and we are defective human beings. It was not great. Oh, parents are too hard on themselves. But for sure, I really enjoy dropping her off at ALC because they are a community partner of the United Way of Greater Nashua. I enjoy that the contribution I make every week goes to ALC and a lot of other nonprofits at once. I really enjoy just having that off my bucket list because they're really good people and it's such a beautiful establishment and I'm glad to be supporting them and trusting them with my little baby. And sometimes people, when they think of where is daycare and where is good quality early childhood education, they don't necessarily think of the adult learning center. And I think this is a branding thing because Mm -hmm. like they're, it's in their name. It says Adult right. Learning Center. Well, you know what? They have an incredible, incredible program for early childhood education. And, they can uh, handle up to 70 kids yeah. not of differing ages. The I, infant room is only 12 kiddos. I can't handle up to 70 <laughs> kids, though. <laughs> so listen, Samantha, congratulations on that. I do want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the community. So what's your world look like these days? You focus in your job on what? Please tell everybody who does not know. Right now, I am very much focused on our 24 hours of greatness. Is that uh, what we're calling it? Yep. 
that was what I was told you were calling it. I thought it was 24 hours of... <laughs> Nashua greatness. Caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so getting that all scheduled. Yep. Uh, we want to hear from all sorts of different people. Definitely lots of programs. And also people who are just trying to make this community better by being volunteers on board of directors, by being um, politically savvy people, by... Uh, being community um, engaged people. So for example, if this was a couple of years ago, the people who helped make the Performing Arts Center a reality, I would want to be hearing about them because I want to hear sure. the crystal ball about what's going on there. Now we can see it. We don't need a crystal ball as much. But there are people who work for the city of Nashua who do have lots of things in the hopper and we want to be able to hear about that. So that's something that we're doing. We're also uh, focusing on the Santa Fund, which is a project that we do with three great community partners, Milford Share, the Front Door Agency, and the Salvation Army of Greater Nashua. And I want to put a plug in for, yes, the Children's Home and their wish list. Last year, I contributed to their wish list um, because our social director volunteer, um, a social media volunteer, Rainy, really enjoys them. So... She sent me the link. That's the first time I had ever heard of it. It's a really good idea. Another option is the um, when you have a present, some maybe you have it in your closet from last year and you never gave it to anyone, you can give it to the, the Salvation Army of Greater Nashua and they can help make the holidays of a lot of kids it's the brighter Santa, the Santa through fund, the Santa right? Fund. Yeah. yeah. I like the Santa Fund more and more every year because I understand now that it is a lead loss program, as Mike calls it. It's the way we get people in the door and connected to services. You yeah. know, I, I, I think that's true. Sometimes you, you know, you it's might. It's not you know, just a handout. No, you might. It's strategic. You might lead with a Barbie doll, yeah. but you end up with a connection mm -hmm. and the family becomes connected to services and then they're <laughs> able to, you know, break out of the cycle that they might be in. Working in nonprofits is very difficult because, generally speaking, we have relegated the hardest projects, the hardest topics to nonprofit partners to try and solve. Solve addiction, solve homelessness, solve economic uh, financial in instability. Those are really hard for anyone in this entire world to solve. And I want you to do it at like a 75% budget <laughs> that anyone else would take to do it or 50% yep. budget. It's a really tall order. Um, so the, in my opinion, the only way that nonprofits can persist with these really big missions is by taking a patient perspective. This community, we hold our people a lot. Like Nashua, if you come to Nashua, you find good things here. You stay here for a little while. So if you go to the Front Door Agency or Milford Chair or Salvation Army's Christmas celebration, you, you use their services at the holiday holiday time period one year, you might not get help that year. You might get help the next year when you come back because it's now become a part of your solution to your family's needs. Over time, you will start to get connected and get services. And that's what I'm, I'm so proud of. You have to take a patient standpoint on these big, big, big topics. Yeah, I agree with that. So what else do you do in your role when you're not being like Mike's radio producer? Hmm. I am. You do other things, right? You know it. <laughs> well, I know it. <laughs> uh, we have a variety of programs that I seek support for. So I seek support for our Learn United program, which is a three-legged stool of helping students um, 
overcome education learning loss. There's learning loss every year. There's learning loss traditionally from the summer slump, but we have a heck of a lot of learning loss still from the pandemic. That is a legacy of the pandemic. And um, it probably has just uh, magnified what was already there, which is the fact that some students need more specialized attention. So the Learn United program is uh tutoring and it is school supplies via teachers and it is a technology via recommendations from schools. And so I seek support for that. I seek support for our pop-up produce pantries. We have a indoor, during the wintertime, we have an indoor pop-up produce pantry every day, Monday to Friday. We have multiple in the warmer months and that just helps stretch the dollar uh, for a lot of families. Well, I'm hearing a lot lately about people's kind of inability to afford groceries, and that's absolutely true what you're saying. It seems to be, a, you know, with the inflation that's out there, kind of a growing issue. Did you know that I'm going to be at one of those pantries today at noon at Harbor Care? Yeah. No, I, you, I was aware that. of that. Yeah, You knew that. Well, <laughs> so, but if anybody turns into You're actually going to be there at 11. Well, I know. That's what it says in my calendar. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? Put your notifications on. You'll get notified. Mike is um, doing one of his uh, Monday's United shows at Harbor Care, our partner, mm-hmm. talking about the food pantry. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also have created a program that is more for um, individual donors through their businesses to be able to contribute. Because like I was saying at the top of our conversation, I enjoy the fact that I'm able to contribute a small amount out of my payroll to help, you know, 20 to 30 nonprofits every year. And it's so easy for me and it's before taxes and it just it's so easy. So I really enjoy that. I can just say, check, that's off my to-do list. I've supported the community. Cool. Now I'm going to keep working. And we've made something like that for businesses. That's called Small Business United. And it is just an opportunity for businesses to say, I'm giving you this small contribution. It's going to go further because it gets added to a lot of other dollars. And I don't have to worry about this anymore. And I can just get back to my day job because I didn't actually get into business to give to nonprofits, but I did get into business to support a community and to be in a healthy community where people can purchase my products and people can work for me. And you're kind of hard pressed to get that if you if businesses don't turn around and say, how can I be a good neighbor too? Right. And people like doing business with businesses that care about their community, the yeah. community where they live and work. That's the that's definitely a premise. And this is a pretty inexpensive program. We made it to be a dollar a day, but all of those dollars add up. That right. is like the ethos of, you know, great things happen when we live united. Mm. So the ethos. So now I've Got to say, you've set the bar for vocabulary. <laughs> yes, vocabulary very high this week. Um, <laughs> ethos is is an awesome word. Hey Samantha, look, we only have like a minute or two left. I did want to say, are there any like sponsors or people partners of ours that you wanted to just give kind of a special shout out? I've already said AmeriHealth Caritas yeah, because of our twenty. Yeah, okay. Well, let's hear it. I wanted to give a special shout out to Sal and. Um, Jen, uh, fully promoted. Nice. They are sponsors of this radio show, which is huge. They are also partners for our Over the Edge event. And they, um, Sal specifically made a little onesie, a little United Way of Greater Nashville onesie for my baby that I that she wore at uh, the Cornhole for a Cause event that we did. 
Sal is just a, an extremely wonderful partner and he does things super fast and he can help you with like your small productions of six t-shirts, which he does for our Skydive United, or he can help um, with larger runs and all so sorts of... promotional products, screen printing, yeah. embroidery, fully promoted. They are great partners of ours. I agree with that 100%. Anybody who comes to mind who you maybe haven't ever given a shout out yeah, to... Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to someone who was recently on your show, mm. um, which... Could you remind me, uh, Community Businesses and Community... What's the name of the show? This show? No, the, the TV, TV show. show. Yeah, so you know we're media. We are a media empire here at United <laughs> Way. Um, it, it is the uh, Living United with Nashua business. So I wanted to give a shout out to the very first person who joined us for uh, Small Business United program, Janice Carwicky, who owns HCB Solutions Healthcare Fabulous. Benefit Solutions. She works diligently for her people in Manchester and Nashua. I am one of her clients now because I take my own advice to work with people who support our community. And I actually like my health care. This is not something most people say. My health insurance. I actually like my health insurance. Who says that, Mike? Janice is awesome. Absolutely. And she Zero is deductible. really- yeah, and she's really good at finding like the right program for you. And there's so many out there, so she'll 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 make make it work for you. That's great. Janice is awesome. I agree. Sal is great as well. Um, both also members of my BNI chapter, which that is, was a coincidence. I'm just gonna say. Well, it's <laughs> we're the best chapter in the state, and that's also not a coincidence. That's actually real. <laughs> so, hey, Sam, you know what? We're out of time. All right. Well, I'll see you at the office then. You will. So we're gonna be back next Monday with another fantastic show and then we'll be back the following Sunday into Monday for 24 hours of just what are we calling it uh, 24 hours of greater Nashua greatness oh okay so 24 hours of caffeine coming to you <laughs> Sunday night after Thanksgiving for 24 hours call into the show win lots of great prizes be one of the people we interview you know reach out to sam she's putting the whole schedule together we're super excited about it until next time i would remind you please to be kind to one another because great things really do happen when we live united at wsmn.live USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Presidents Biden and Xi Jinping of China have met at the G20 summit in Bali, Indonesia Monday. 